when we are in a time where there's no problems, people will start creating something because we're bored. There's one Bible verse that really like crushed my soul. It says the eyes are the windows to the soul. But when I thought about this, I'm like, what does that mean? When I look into somebody's eyes, I can read their soul. That's not the case. And this is true. The common grace of God is true, even if that's why we need grace and mercy. But we conflate grace and mercy with thinking that we have to perform for God. We have to, we have to. Bruce Lawn. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you guys don't know who George Jenko is, he is on Logan Paul's podcast. He's one of the co-hosts. He's yeah, he's on the Impulsive podcast with uh, Logan Paul, and uh, and he uh, professes to be a Christian, right? And and he's very open about it. It's, it's uh, I've I've interacted with George a little bit. I've invited him on. Uh, maybe after you guys see this video, you guys could encourage him to come on. I, I would love to talk to George more and kind of just get more his more of his story. Okay, let's jump into this uh, George Danko video again, guys. I'm going in blind because I, I told him I go if he is trying to lead men into a better way. I'm mean, like if he got so many people upset. Can't we fall back on the rule? It's not what you say; it's how you say it. You know, like if he's starting up, if he really wants men to be men, there's such a good way to make them healthy and respecting to all, um, all people. And the way I was raised is like, if you want to be the alpha, if you want to be somebody who's in charge, like even if you hear the word alpha, everybody thinks it's it's the person in front, but an alpha wolf is actually in the back, and he's he's letting the weak people or the weak person in the group lead. The is that true? I didn't know that. Is that true? That's interesting. Keep the pace with them. So when you look at somebody who's really a leader, he's very much a servant. He he wants to be used and, and helping, never belittling them, never bringing them down. Uh, and so I get confused, bro. I open up my social media now and I, I see everybody talking as if they fucking got it. They know what the fuck to do. Everybody's like, if you want to live the right way, you got to live like whatever happened to just being quiet and listening to other people like in, in a humble way. Like, hey, taking from what their actions are, not really what their words are. I think it's good to share each other's opinions and, and understand what's going on in other people's world, but not necessarily push your uh, views so hard to the point where like people get uncomfortable. And, and I feel like we're starting, we're like moving to a generation where even expressing yourself could get dangerous and scary, which is nuts, dude, because I'm hearing some people talk online and I'm like, wow, how, how are you even walking these streets? Like, I don't even, I'm super Christian I, I, and I'll never be ever swayed out of it, right? But I have so many unbelievably close friends that are, they, they, uh, they worship Islam. If he asked me about my faith, then I could bring it up and we could discuss it in a healthy manner. But like the fact that people are saying, oh, if you believe this, then you have to stick to these type of groups. That's why I feel like we're going. And that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. That is really, really crazy to me because my parents came from a different country to come to America because of the mixing pot, bro. Like we got to be in Chicago. And because of free speech. Where, yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of countries that have like free speech for sure. But like that dream where you could come to America and stand on your beliefs proudly is diminishing and it's getting very scary. Yes. Yes. I think so. However... I think with regards to the gospel, if we truly believe that Jesus is the only way, I do think that it's important to have that conversation, not in a nagging way. I don't think you can nag someone into the kingdom of heaven, but in a, hey man, this is what I believe. Here are some flaws I see with this. How do we navigate around this conversation? I think that's a good thing to have, especially if you have access, in a, in a charitable way, in a respectful way, in an honoring way. So I think like, don't ever talk about your faith, I also think is an L. Like, if you really believe something, you share it with other people. Fill in the blank about your favorite restaurant, about your favorite ice cream, about your favorite TV show, about your favorite YouTube channel, about your favorite podcast. If you really believe something, you be you share it with people. 
And so I'm not sure if that's what George is saying, but it's kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know. I, I, let's keep listening. Because I want everybody to rep what they believe in such a proud way because, dude, that's culture is what brought us all together at a, at a place that we are now. And I just feel like we're unraveling it. My dad said this, and this is... Yeah, but like, I don't want radical feminist hookup culture women to rep what they believe. I think that path is self-destructive. If you think hookup culture is a vibe and you think that's women's liberation, I don't want you to rep with that, what you believe. Now, I, I, we could have a conversation about it. And I'm going to respect you. If you think that not that, that increasing your body count as a, as a person is a good idea, we could unpack that and we could empirically talk about that. But I don't want you to rep that. I think it's harmful for you to rep that. I think it's harmful for your health and what you want out of life, right? And I just went to the most radical extreme of like stuff that we see people repping on TikTok, right? Specifically post the Roe v. Wade thing with people, women like, oh, the hookup culture is dead. And we're like, good. Right? Good. It's dead. It should be dead. It's bad for you. Man or woman, no way to say that that's a good thing. No psychologist would tell you that. No biologist would tell you that. No doctor would tell you that. No therapist would tell you that. Good. Do we really want people repping some of the things that they believe? You may not know I make music, but I got a new song coming out. And it's something I need you to do. But first, I want you to hear a snippet of the song. I went from being a porn addict to sharing the gospel with a porn actress who was criticized for being low status by the same OnlyFans who treat us so lavish. I'm confused. I swear y'all thought he did doing podcasts, hot takes. He still can rap. Now, in order to get this song to the top of Spotify, I need your help. I need you to click the link below or go to ruslantothemoon.com and pre-save this song. What is a pre-save? It means that this song will be added to your library to remind you to listen to it the day it comes out. And it also tells Spotify's algorithm that millions of people need to hear this song. So help me promote Christian music that contextualizes the gospel and will help change lives by going to ruslantothemoon.com or clicking the link below. Oh, they got me with the dramatics. You know that a moment cannot be static too soon. He goes, when we are in a time where there's no problems, people will start creating something because we're bored. And I'm like, have we been, you know what I mean? That's like, true. We've been so peaceful. We've been so good. Like, are they trying to uh, unravel it? And so I, I just think about this. But Shout out to Caleb. He said, if people can't rep their beliefs, then they can't see why their beliefs are wrong. That's good. That's good, Caleb. That's a good take. That's a good take. If you can't, if you can't openly speak about the nonsense you believe, then maybe we don't have space to correct, to correct you, right? As a child or, or forget a child, like, like. I don't know how many of you guys have like teenagers that you have access to or you hang out with. I have to, I have teenagers, kids in high school, nephews, nieces, so on and so forth. And sometimes you just got to let them talk. And then they say something, you gently correct them and they go, oh, oh, I guess I was looking at it the wrong way. I had to humble myself and realize that I have a lot to work on with myself. And I got into the habit of looking around me and seeing like, oh, this person needs to fix that or do that or blah, blah, blah. Like that's annoying. And then I got put in a position where I'm like, wow, like I'm very judgmental. Like I got to figure out what I'm doing wrong. And hmm. the moment that I figured out to be quiet and listen to other people around me and try to like see how they're moving, I realized that I, I was really looking at it from a wrong perspective. And the only reason I was is because I wouldn't shut the fuck up when people around me. And all hmm. I wanted to do was try to like preach or like uh, 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 try to get them to see my point of view. And I was adding to the unhealthiness that is what we're living in. So like a lot of it has to do with accountability. And I've recently taken the accountability. Like I got to really listen to people more and not... Be so quick to like teach and preach. But there's one Bible verse that really like crushed my soul. It says the eyes are the windows to the soul. But when I thought mm. about this, I'm like, what does that mean? When I look into somebody's eyes, I can read their soul. That's not the case. That means whatever you have your eyes on, your heart and your soul becomes. So if you're watching a lot of people, bro, you're going to have a, you're going to have really big problems having a monogamous relationship.
That's a double you take, George. That's a double you take, George. This idea, like when you think about the gospel, when you think about how good the grace of God is, how we're saved by grace through faith, right? Ephesians 2, okay? And I think as Christians, we want to escalate everything to a heaven or hell issue. Like, can I, li- can I listen to secular music and still make it to heaven, right? Like, can I not go to church and still make it to heaven? Can I uh, not make it to heaven, right? I think that's a terrible way to look at it. There's no need to escalate every single thing and every single to a heaven or hell issue. The issue, and I think this is what young people really struggle with, is when there's so many opposing, diametrically confusing views in the world where we can't even have like a, this is good. This is good for you. Following God and living God's ways is good for you. So then what we do is we escalate everything to a heaven or hell issue, and it becomes a legalistic works-based salvation. I can't watch this show. I can't go here. I can't do this. I can't listen to this type of music, right? Um, or, or, or the actual things that are sinful. And so this is the way I've been looking at it. We're saved by grace through faith. If you place Jesus, if you place your faith in Jesus, you're saved. Your, your, your place in eternity is sealed. That does not mean you go on sinning. By no means. Romans is clear about that. You don't just go on sinning, right? You wage war on your on your flesh. But 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 I think the deeper question, I think, in my opinion, is that living God's ways is in our best interest. And I will venture off to say, if you have a healthy grasp of what the New Testament prescribes, the New Testament letters, right? The epistles, Jesus, the gospels, what the New Testament prescribes, if you have a healthy grasp of that, meaning that you're not taking a KJV-only approach to it, that you're actually looking at it with some historical context and you're understanding what does it mean to live like a disciple of Jesus, that it's actually in your best interest, that the works that you do aren't just about trying to secure your way to heaven. Because if it's about works, none of us are getting in. We're going there because of the grace and the mercy of God and placing faith in Jesus. But the works that we do are for our best interest on this side of eternity. And so that's why it becomes it can become difficult to have this conversation because we got to detangle the idea of everything being a heaven and hell issue and just get to the heart of like, listen, it's in our best interest to live God's ways. And this is true. The common grace of God is true even if people don't believe in the God of the Bible. If you if you don't believe in God, but you just read the book of Proverbs every single day, and you, and you apply the book of Proverbs every single day to your life, you're going to have a better experience living your life God's ways than trying to be your own God and figure out your own pathway, right? You, if you read the wisdom literature, if you read the words of Jesus and you don't, but that's not about eternity. Eternity is about who we place our faith into and who, who deems us righteous before this, the, the, the presence of a holy God. And so I think hearing these kids talk about these things is like, look, I could empirically prove to you that waiting before, waiting until you're married to be intimate is the best and the most optimal course of action. I don't need to threaten you with hell to say that, right? Like the, if, you're, if you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're sleeping with your girlfriend, I don't, I don't need to threaten you with hell. I want you to be more sober that you are doing yourself a disservice. The, the cognitive dissonance, the shame, the, 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 the addiction, what that's doing to your future relationship when you do get married and how that's going to have ripple impacts. If you potentially catch a STD, if you potentially have a baby before you're financially equipped to support a baby, it, right? These are all implications for here and now. And if you're a follower of Jesus, don't sin no more in that way. It's not in your best interest. Repent, change your mind, right? Change your mind, change course, follow Jesus by placing your faith into him, and then the works are for your benefit, 
you conquering your lust addiction is for your benefit, right? Like that, that's a W for you on this side of eternity. Because if we're talking about truly a holy God, no one's getting in. That's why we need grace and mercy. But we conflate grace and mercy with thinking that we have to perform for God. We have to, we have to do these works for God. And, and, and we do ourselves a disservice because check this out. My son doesn't have to perform for me. My son does not have to take out the trash for me. My son does not have to listen to me in order for him to remain my son. He is my son. And if you don't believe that scripturally, read the, 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 the prodigal, the story of the prodigal. The story of the prodigal is he still, rem he still remained a part of that family, even though he departed. And when he came back, he was welcomed in. My son, even if he goes wilds out to him, he still remains my DNA and he still remains my son. But it's in his best interest to do the will of his father because he has a good dad. Hey, this clip is from our daily after-party stream. If you enjoyed it, consider signing up for our Patreon community for only $5 a month where you get access to the replays of our daily after-party streams as well as the uncut extended versions of our podcast, Discord access that's private, and a discount code for our merch store, only $5 a month. And ultimately, it's the best way to help us contextualize the gospel of Jesus using media, podcasting, and of course, YouTube. The link for that is in the description or in the pinned comment. Now, if you're like, meh, I don't want to sign up for $5 a month. I don't need another recurring subscription. Listen, I get it. You could also make a donation using PayPal, Cash App, or Venmo, but, but we really want to get you on Patreon. I promise you, the perks are amazing. You should get on there. It's only $5 a month. I'll see you over there, all right? Peace!